Jam-packed to the rafters. Let's go up to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled for one episode and is our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. Welcome to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being back with us here. It is episode 272, and it is Monday, May the 30th, 2022. We're here to romp you through the world of retro wrestling. As always, I'm Joe Morata, joined by Michael Quinn. How you doing, Michael? Howdy doody, May the 30th be with you. I, I, it's the last time. It is the last I, time. I, this I, is it. Well, maybe. For another year. Yeah. We don't have to hear this again yeah. for a year. But folks, thank you for being with us here this year and this day, Monday the 30th. Perhaps you have the day off, maybe not. Either way, we're glad to be with you here. Thank you for being with us. We have a topic in store for you. We have more 1984 canon coming. But, Quinn, as you know, before we get to any of that, mm-hmm. we have the housekeeping. We have it. Let's get the broom out. Well, we should get some housekeeping here first. And I don't know if this is going to make the show, but do you have new glasses? Yes, I do. I just noticed that. All right. Well, you can check those out on the 1984 <laughs> Canon a little bit later on the video version. Wow. I do. Now, you can follow us on Twitter if you want daily wrestling gifts. That's at OVP Podcast. I can see them better now with my new glasses. That's at OVP Podcast on Twitter. You can also do this. It's very important. Subscribe to OVP on YouTube because you're going to get the 1984 Canon. There are a lot of people last week when it seemed like. Really wanted to watch the video version. They discovered that a video show is a video show. (laughs) Yeah. So, hey, we get you audio people that are listening at work or maybe in the car and you have to listen to it. That's very cool. But if you have the opportunity to check out the video version, just go to our vantage point on YouTube. Subscribe to us. There's other videos as well. It's not just the 1984 canon. There's plenty of stuff. Plenty of stuff. Subscribe on YouTube and Vimeo just for bonus purposes. You know the reasons. Just be careful. Yeah, right? there, there's legal reasons. <laughs> legal reasons. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Also, of course, you can email us at ovppodcast at gmail.com. That is ovppodcast at gmail.com. But Quinn, the place, if people want to talk to you, and want to talk to me and over a thousand other retro wrestling fanatics is still where over at facebook.com slash legal reasons where we <laughs> talk about the legalities of things and we give free legal advice too <laughs> no we don't no, don't we do say not. that on a public show no Joe. we actually don't we don't don't go there for legal advice no anyway there's a search bar that you don't use for legal advice either not the bar exam yeah not that kind of legal advice anyway you type in the search bar our vantage point dash brush wrestling podcast bing bam boom tube score kafloey uh, hit the join group and you're in. All we're asking you to do when you join our group, folks, is not seek legal advice. Do not seek any legal advice, okay? That's it. Just don't. Even just, though it's facebook.com slash legal, like, don't. Don't do it. All yeah. right? It's just a joke. We don't mean it. No, but really, all we're asking you to do when you join our group is agree to one rule, one rule only, which is what, Quinn? Don't be a dunderhead. Don't be a dunderhead. All we want you to do is have fun talking about old wrestling. I know. What a concept, right? You can Incredible. You can, incredible concept. You can discuss, you can debate, ask questions, pose opinions, whatever you want to do. Just don't be a jerk while doing it. A oh, jerkin. Don't be a jerkin, okay? Yeah. Don't be a little pickle. Yeah. Just go there and have fun. Just because someone likes Tito Santana more than you like Ricky Steamboat, it doesn't mean you need to get all up in arms about it. It's just wrestling. It's just wrestling, it's okay? It's just men fighting in their underwear. That's all it is. And uh, we love that stuff, and so do you, so that's why you're going to go talk about it on our Facebook group. And finally... 
If you like OVP, and maybe you've been listening for a few weeks, a few months, or all the years that we've been doing this, and you want more of what we do, there is more of what we do, and it is available over at patreon.com slash OVP podcast. Now, what you're going to find over there is not only the brand new Monday Night Raw canon. Wow. The second episode just came out this past Friday, okay? And that's going to come out every Friday, every episode of Raw. You're also going to get the monthly WWE of pay-per-view reviews. Everything right now from the first WrestleMania to the first in your house is out. And guess what, Michael? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, I know what. This weekend, you know what. King Mabel! Uh, King Mabel! King Mabel! Oh, boy. King of the Ring 95. Watch it. That's right. That's coming out. Yeah, yeah, I know. Me too. That's coming out this weekend to kick off June. So if you want OVP's thoughts on every WDF pay-per-view and you want the Raw, the Monday Night Raw canon, patreon.com slash OVP podcast. Now, Michael. Yes. Brand new season. Brand new opening segment. We kicked it off last week with a very fun one where I thought I was going to be the underdog, but it turns out, it turns I out. I told you while we were right. doing it. You're right. Yeah. What we're doing here, folks, is we are pitting two things against each other. Maybe two things considered the best in their category, best in class, if you mm-hmm. will, suggested by you, the fans. We are taking your suggestions. There's a pin post on Facebook. This is a segment where Quinn and I each pick something we defended in the brand new Versus series. We're going to find out what's better. <laughs> Welcome back to the OVP Versus series. We're finding out what's better this time it's around. A dramatic improvement, by the way, since from, last, the, from season. last season. I know. It's also I can't not like laugh <laughs> like that thing. I don't know. It's just Zangief. What are you talking about? Yeah, sure. Anyway, folks, uh, this one was suggested by on Twitter Mega Bauer. I don't know your real name. If I should, I apologize. Mega, Mega Bowser, perhaps? Me- no, Bauer. Um, Mega. He's very is that, Mega. Is that his real name? Mega? Yeah, I think so. It's yeah. Dutch. Mega Bauer. And yeah. anyway, he is having us do this one, Quinn. I will be representing WrestleMania 3. What are you representing, Quinn? Uh, WrestleMania 17. And welcome to WrestleMania 3! We welcome you to the greatest sports entertainment spectacular of all time! We welcome you to WrestleMania 17! Which one is better? Okay. Oh boy. This I mean, one. We, we, listen. But first of all, I want to. We've had our differences. We, we pick one here, but I do have a fondness for WrestleMania 17. So this I'm, this is helpful in my debating position here. Well, that's why I picked WrestleMania three because right, I yeah. like it more. Now we've had our differences about this on the Royal Rankings and plenty of times in the past. But this is it, Quinn. The gloves come off now. Okay. We both know Mui. Don't worry about Vanna White. Tiger uppercut. Yeah. WrestleMania three, considered by many people who uh, grew up with it to be the best WrestleMania. WrestleMania X7, Quinn? WrestleMania X7. Thank you for calling it its proper name, yeah, by the way. Don't get used to it. WrestleMania X7. Uh, considered probably the best full-card, full-featured WrestleMania, I guess. I would say so. Yeah. So we're going to be kind here. We're going to be fair, but we're going to be honest. Why do I think WrestleMania 3 is better? I'll start. WrestleMania 3, to me, has a timeless quality to it. Yes, it was 35 years ago, but the main event of Hogan Andre, the Silver Dome setting... Mm-hmm. The magnitude of the event, the commentary, the moments, not even just Savage Steamboat in terms of one of the all-time great wrestling matches, the hair match between mm-hmm. Roddy Piper and Adrian Adonis, the overall blending of the card and the colorful characters and how big and fun and warm and fuzzy it feels. There had never been anything like it in the WWF. Nothing has ever matched it in terms of its importance, 
It's rewatchability. It's very hard to find another WrestleMania 3. Sure, there have been events with better wrestling matches and better main events, and I get mm-hmm. that. But WrestleMania 3, to me, will always be the tops in that regard, whether or not it's my personal favorite, because of how big it was and how unique it was. Quinn, WrestleMania 17. WrestleMania 17, to me, is a card in an era of, you know, the matches weren't as important. This is probably the best you ever saw of that entire era, right? Like, every match is very good. You know, I, I know that there's some stuff like China vs. Ivory, but, I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's not perfect. WrestleMania 3 isn't perfect either. But the point is, is that I think the quantity of quality is what this show has, whether it be the opener, Jericho and Regal, whether it be that super fun hardcore match where they almost took the power out by accident with Kane, Raven, and Big Show, whether it be Kurt Angle versus Voldemort, if you like the technical stuff, and then you got the spectacle of, in my opinion, the best like McMahon thing ever with Shane versus Vince, and it's actually surprisingly good. <laughs> right after that, you got the TLC. You got the Battle Royal with the, all the classic characters in it. You got Undertaker versus Triple H. And then you close with the best Austin Rock match of the three, right? I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yes, I would agree with that. Okay. so we've. I mean, it, it's got a lot going for it. And it, it's no wonder at the time, I think, the immediate reaction to this show, and I remember it online, was, holy shit, that, was like, that had to be the best card we've ever seen, Absolutely. right? I mean, like, Absolutely. It's ridiculous. And I'm with you. I remember that, too. Now, I know that some people that uh, listen to our show, God forbid anything after 1998, you know, is is deemed good. But I just want to make one point here about WrestleMania 17. This is a point in its favor, Quinn. Mm -hmm. you got to be fair to it, guys. It's 21 years old. Right. It's it's old now. In 2008, WrestleMania 3 was 21 years old, and people were already talking about it the way you would now. In reverence of it, yeah. It's old enough that it's not new. It is not new by any means. I mean, there's kids that were maybe born when this show was occurring that can drink now. I'm (laughs) just saying. You're you're absolutely right. We brought you here today because you are newly of age for an adult beverage. Mm, Yep. So with that said, I understand that on both shows, and probably more so 3 has the stigma mm-hmm. of not every single thing is big and important, and, and but it should right. be because it's WrestleMania. But if you really think about it, it's the pacing of WrestleMania 3. That, that's true. It does have really good pacing. You never really get tired there. Starting with that opening match, I guess you want to compare the openers. So, compare the openers. So, so the opener... And, and are we, we're not counting the dark on 17, are we? I wouldn't. I okay. wouldn't. Okay, so, so Jericho versus Regal versus... Uh, the Can-Ams the versus Can-Ams Orton and Morocco. Thing, yeah. In my opinion, they're very comparable. Yeah, I would say that the Can-Ams versus um, Morocco and Orton is a more classical opener. 100%. Meaning it's not like supposed to be a big deal. Whereas this one's more the modern style opener where you open with a bang, right? You put a yeah. title on the line. Like that, that became a pattern. This show was one of the, you know, maybe not the first ever or anything, but, you know, it really is... This show established a lot of modern pacing. Three. 17. Oh, 17. Yeah, no, yeah I guess like, you so. You know what I mean? Because that, that was a change, right? It was like you put some tag match or something in the first. Yeah. It was kind of before that. But that Jericho Regal is not a clinic from either guy. It's, it's not a clinic, It's but it's it's, it's a, not important. It's a solid opener, I yeah, guess. But it, I'd say it's, it's not designed to be the draw of the show. But it's no less solid than the Can-Ams versus right. Morocco and Orton. Exactly. So it's like a wash. Mm-hmm. Boy, are they happy to Can-Am connection. The next match at three is Billy Jerk versus Herc. And the next match at 
WrestleMania 17, Quinn. Is Taz and the APA versus the right to censor, which this was, I mean, you know what this was. This was the night bur- the night we buried right to censor sure. in celebration. Sure. Right? Like, it was because everyone was so fucking tired of them. Oh, man, what a The clothesline from hell! It was a short match that ultimately yeah. didn't matter, and you could say a lot about uh, the Billy Jerk versus Hercules, a short match that was in the midst of an actual feud. Didn't have a real ending, is what always got me with Double that match. Double count out. It's really weird. I think more people will always remember uh, Billy Jack I Haynes versus Hercules. I think that's a, the check mark in three, yeah. because the blood, right? He, 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 the blood and the Battle of the Full Nelson are the fingers locked, right, yeah. all this stuff, yeah. right? Okay. Kane takes on Raven and the Big Show in a triple threat match at 17, and up against that, Quinn, is the... Uh, <laughs> the six man with hillbilly and bundy in there as little much people. as i love midgets i love this hardcore both of these matches are really silly actually mm-hmm. if you think about it they're attraction that, matches it's kind of funny how they're both like yes. they're both the third match and they're both like the silly one of yes. all of it hey they the, pacing yeah right? pacing yeah i gotta go with you though i think i think i really really like that match with Ray. I, it's fun it's very of its time yeah whereas the wrestlemania three match is very of 1977 yeah and it's not bad bob euchre sits in which really helps and it makes mm-hmm. it fun but i mean also paul Heyman's pretty funny on commentary during that match too and big show with one of my all-time favorites i know i've dumped him before hey you want play let's go you for yeah. no reason. Also, just why does a wall break? Why <laughs> yeah. Why is there a go-kart or whatever yeah, that a thing golf is? Cart, golf right? cart, right? Yeah. Why did Raven almost knock the power out? Yeah. So I get it. But, you know, the, the six-man at, um, mm-hmm. at three is fun. All right. Then we got Harley Race, notable star, taking on Junkyard Dog, notable mm-hmm. star. Moose must bow match. And over over on the pro wrestling only feed, over on uh, WrestleMania X7 is a very meaningless European yes, title match yes. between Eddie and Test. Absolutely meaningless. I think Eddie wins. Doesn't nobody it cares. It doesn't matter. So I'm, this is the this is the time killer match. I'm going race and, and dog on and this. Wanna, it's I memorable. Wanna, I gotta get with Mula. I'm leaving. See you guys later. At this point in the card, I want to point out something that X7's doing a little bit different. X7 burns through a lot of its junk early. Past this the, is true. And and this is to me where some people might critique its pacing because post, I want to say China and ivory, it just doesn't let its foot off the pedal. This is correct. Yeah. That's 100% correct. Okay. Then we get into kind of a a storyline based tag match. It's the dream team in their final match, Valentine and beefcake, uh, taking on the Rougeos. It's kind of dopey. It's short and it doesn't matter. I still don't know why they left Brutus. I don't get when it. When they won. Yeah. That's the problem is they yeah. won and they, they left him. They yeah, if they lost, oh, why would, you know what I mean? The most notable thing besides that ending is the pre-match promo where Johnny V does, Qu'est-ce Yeah, it is good. Qu'est-ce But over on the other side here, we've got Angle and uh, Chris Voldemort. Right. And I mean, I know people from like a match perspective, it's a really good match. Well, take yourself out of the past and yeah. just at the time, right? At the time, I wanted to see it too. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, what I'm I saying. I can't say I didn't. It was one of the attractions on the card. Yes. Right? It was like an actual advertised like, oh, this is going to be like a WrestleMania match, you know? Right. Which again, you know, whatever. Was there any other story besides that? Probably not. These guys they're, are good wrestlers. They're, they're going to have a good wrestling match. was a story, and they, you know, they traded blows on SmackDown and Raw, and like, or some, you know, how they, they traded did. blow blows. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, just checking. I, I mean, Angle uh, yeah. Voldemort's clearly a better match. Right. There's no way around that match. Big attraction though on WrestleMania three: Piper versus Adonis. Not only Piper's retirement match, but a uh, loser gets the head shaved match. Right. Over yeah. on WrestleMania X7, Quinn, your favorite. Uh, China versus Ivory, which, it, no you know. No one cared. 
it, again, this was the the final. This was the final nail in the right to censor. That was the point of it, if you recall. It was. Um, and they got beat, and that's that. The big, the best part of that, like the biggest part of that, what? is uh, that Ivory is awesome. Yeah, so it's good, true. so good at portraying the character. It's, you know what's weird about this point in time for China? Just looking back at it, by the way, I thought she was going to be like, this was going to be her big moment. She left, and she just left. She yeah. want to be the women's champion. Yeah, and and it was just kind of weird, right? It was weird. Yeah. Uh, so I guess they, maybe they were trying to say, hey, look, we're going to give you this big moment in the spotlight, right? And, maybe but she didn't want it, so. I guess not. I know she had issues with Vince over something, but uh, yeah. Piper Adonis has a classic match. And, and the match itself, the actual match itself is a lot more fun than I think people give it credit for. Mm. Piper Adonis. It's really good. Yeah, I really like that match. Yeah. So point to WrestleMania 3 there. Not bad so far. Uh, Danny Davis and the Hart Foundation. This is an attraction. Davis's first time wrestling screwed over a bunch of people, wore the khakis a year earlier. It was a hot angle. It was a big, it was a very big deal. Uh, taking on Tito and the Bulldogs. Problem here is the match is okay. My other problem with also is as a viewer, right? I know this. I I know people always get on me about this, and I get that Danny Davis was the focal point of the storyline. Yes, yada, he was. Yada, yada. He was. But it did feel weird that the tag titles weren't on the line at a show of this magnitude. Agreed. You I'll know give what I mean? you that. I'll like, give you that. The that, Hearts don't even get their own match. It's one of it's one of those bizarre like if they could go back, maybe Danny Davis would be in their corner rather maybe. than you know what I'm saying. Although they were still doing tag matches on the house show circuit. Or they could so have this just, was a big deal. Or they could have just had, if such and such team wins, then Tito gets to beat the shit out of Danny Davis for five minutes An or old, something. An uh, old Southern yeah. Wrestling rule there, yeah, right? Yeah. No. I mean, you can't, argue, uh, you can't argue that the thing at 17, the big attraction of Shane versus Vince isn't better. I mean, it's better. Yeah. There's no way it's not. Yeah, Shane Vince is one of my favorite it's really, attitude. Like, it's really, all the little surprises like Trish turning on Vince and Linda, Shane go, Linda coming out of the wheelchair, Vince going, or Shane going coast to coast for the first time for ever. For the first time. Mick Foley is the referee. Yeah, it's goofy. It's a masterpiece. It's fun. It's silly. It actually feels like it means something, and it feels like weirdly a resolution to a lot of the McMahon storylines over the years, where Vince just totally gets his comeuppance. Like yes. he just he just gets his ass whooped. Yep, and even Stephanie does. And we never but, hear from Vince again, and he doesn't factor into yeah, the main event and, and yeah. undo all this. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Butch Reed versus Coco. Uh-huh. It, it was there to get Butch Reed over to showcase Coco. It's not much of anything. Yeah, because Butch three. Reed was rather new, right? Yeah, and Coco yeah. was relatively new. TLC two. Now listen, I know I, I, I know you're gonna it. sing it from the rooftop. I really here. love this match though. It made, like not objectively taking out of like this versus whatever. Yeah, yeah. I objectively was jaw on the floor. Like yeah, maybe it was the bigger arena. The spots looked bigger to me because the the large ceiling. Yeah, that's insane. true. The way it's shot. I don't know what it is because I know I know we saw this with the Terry Invitational and all. We this. saw it again at SummerSlam 2000. Right, but this one always felt, and maybe it was just the arena that in my head. It just is to me. This is the one. I think because they they did it. The fact that they did it inherently made people think it was going to be good. Yeah, and they were already watching it, expecting it to be good. You know, I, and it was. It was good. I, it wasn't bad. The thing is, though, it's it's much more empty to me than two thousand. It's not the first time. I agree. You know, and I agree. It's but it, it's ultimately meaningless. But it it also is like a classic. This match has one moment that I always say to myself that I can never not see this for the rest of my life in my head it's it's that edge spear 
to Jeff hanging from the thing. Sure. And because of the way that, because it's in that big arena, it looks like he's literally like jumping out of the fucking sky to spear this man. <laughs> like, and it just looks amazing. Uh, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Steamboat Savage, what more can be said? No matter what you throw against that, it will beat it. That's what's in people's minds when they're talking about an angle, Benoit, for yeah. WrestleMania 17. Exactly. A WrestleMania-style match, this you is, know? This is, to me, and I always say this to you, this is still one of my favorite matches of all time. Yeah, you can't beat it. No matter what, and what's funny is if we're going one-to-one here, the, yeah. the, the Legends Battle Royal is up against it, right? Yeah, but see, here's the thing about <laughs> yeah. that. I was thinking about that. Yeah. It's really fun. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. What's weird, though, is it could only exist at a time starting in the early 2000s. If you think about some of the gimmicks that are in there, Quinn, they're only, some of them are only like five years old, Listen, six years old. What I always say about this match, the reason that this was a big deal to a lot of people was because this was one of the first times in, was. for a long time they even acted like they had a history before the Attitude Era. Yeah, but it also started the trend of uh, relying too much on it. It did. And thinking they're clever by making fun of it. But I think that this meant something to a lot of people watching this show. It meant a lot to me. Yeah, it was like, oh, they're acknowledging us people who watch fucking tapes of their old shit and stuff. Like, But but what's weird, though, is just considering for the most part, you know, the gimmicks that are in that and the last time some of those guys were seen, if they did that now, it would be people from like 2014. It would. Isn't yeah, that weird, though? That's weird. Do you want to see that? Yeah. No, you don't. You know what I mean? This but is the only time this would have worked, you, you don't is want, what I mean. I, no, I guess you You don't want to see that. But also, the, the names in this had more oh, recognition because they were from such a better time. I mean, you get to see Doink, yeah. Kamala, Earthquake. Yep. I mean, believe there, me. There's a lot of people who get a second chance to be seen here, and it, it's 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 really fun. It's a perfect little snack. I have no problem Iron with Sheik it. Iron Sheik wobbling out there. By the time the Iron Sheik gets to the ring, it'll be WrestleMania 38. Honky Tonk Man and Jake Roberts is surprisingly good. It's very good. I really, really like that. It's goofy. Yep. Again, this is a little humor in the middle, you know, Alice Cooper nightmare yeah. music, and, <laughs> and Jake kind of is, is is getting revenge here. And Alice Cooper's all like, we're going to do it. Millie Wake or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Gorilla making fun of him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, we, we got to do one more WrestleMania 3 match because it's not one-to-one here. Okay. Iron Sheik and Nikolai, this is the definition of a meaningless cooldown yep. before the main event. It's just them like being like, we're good and fuck and humble and Brian Blair. The most that I remember these. about it is from the Jake Roberts match to the Iron Sheik match. It all of a sudden just gets really dark in that building. Really dark, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, now if we're going to the second to last on Mania 17. Not a cooldown match. Yeah, and this is what I meant about pedal to the metal since China and Ivory. Yeah. Now you got Undertaker versus Triple H in a match. That I'm gonna not lie to you. I remember exactly what I thought going into this match. Triple who, H is winning. Well, I also remember who the fuck cares because I just wasn't into either of these guys. No the way, time. really. Yeah, I, I, they were important or whatever. I just didn't really care about this match at all. I was on Team Triple H all the way. And then I remember watching this and just getting just absorbed into this fucking brawl, just loving it. Got a lot of false finishes. It's yeah. really fun. I didn't expect it to go the way it yep. went. Yep. Is, is what it, what I mean by this. No, it's it's very very good. It's yeah. the it's the end of classic Triple H. Really, yeah, that it, good version of Triple you H. You know what? 
this was the best showing that Taker had in the Biker Taker era. He really was very good here. You know what? Yes. He was um, excellent. And he hadn't been particularly good since he He's, came back. You know what the thing was? Is he seemed intimidating in this match. Yep. Right? Like, he, he wasn't taking any bullshit. They weren't humanizing him. It was like, no, he's going to kick your ass. Like, you know what I mean? And it was good. And he did? Yeah. All right. Then the main events. Again, we've talked about these a lot, folks. And we want you guys to weigh in, of course, on Twitter and on our Facebook group or email us if you have to. You know, it's interesting. Both main events, when Hogan Andre and Austin Rock had both been done by the company before. Yeah. It's not the first time for either of these matches. Correct. It's the first time in the modern era, in 87 era WWF. You know, they didn't acknowledge... 1980. Of course. Whereas uh, 17... They built the history around correct. it, right? The JR interviews and all that. Yep, and they both have very simple but very good storylines going in. Hogan's story is that he's been the champion for three years, which, is that a long time? It's a long time to be the champion. Andre's like, I'm undefeated. Yeah. I want that bout, right? And Hogan had to be a man and he couldn't let it slide. He didn't let it slide. Yeah. And Andre has turned to the bad side. He gets Bobby Heenan, the evil manager that's been a thorn in Hogan's side since and 84. They, and they bring in all that stuff they've been saying since like fucking 83 about Andre hasn't lost in 15 yep. years. Yada, yada. Of you. I swear they said 15 years in 83. Like I think they did. I think <laughs> they just, just keep saying, saying it. 15 yeah, years. It just for, never got longer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, the storyline at 17 is that Austin was out with an injury mm-hmm. while he was out. The Rock really rose to prominence. Right. Now, we ignore the fact that Kurt Angle was annoyingly the champion and like it, all the dumb shit that they were doing. Yeah. And I will say this. That they fell ass backwards into doing this properly. I'm not going to lie. Going into this match, again, this is, I think, why the last two matches of this, I was like, whoa, this is like the best wrestling ever. Because both of them, I did not expect to get what I got out of them. Sure. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Well, like, I definitely didn't expect something about 17. Yeah. But no, you know, yeah. but... No, they're excellent matches. I know that Austin Rock is one of your personal favorite matches. Um, it's my personal matches. favorite because it's a match that exemplifies, and I'm not going to, I know people will yell at me and they don't get what I mean every time I say this, but it exemplifies like kayfabe power, right? Like, kayfabe power. So right, like, I know what you, you mean. You know what I mean? Like where they're both, they're, they're both like some, the way they position how they beat the shit out of each other, they position it almost like it's a fucking video game and that they've, sure. they've built up immunity to each other or some shit. Like, you know, they're they're leveled up, you yeah. know? No, and I really do like the storyline that yeah. Austin's starting to question, can he do this? Right. You know, I do. I like that. At the same time, you can't beat the simple storytelling of Hogan Andre and the, right. on the on-paper match and, and the magnitude of it. I agree that the Hogan and Andre, I mean, like, I'm not besmirching that match either. No, and you never do. Yeah. Uh, we, we clearly know which one's the better in-ring match. We also, you and I, have an understanding that that doesn't really matter as much. Yeah, and uh, we also know that there's a lot of debate about... I, some people like the ending of The Rock, Austin. Which people? Other people don't. Most people don't. Well, I like, I always point out that it's, like, it's kind of brilliant because you... I, I thought it was a good swerve. Now, I'm not talking about everything that happened afterwards, but at the time, I was, you know, shocked. You know, oh, they, they, I mean, everyone really was. really got me on yeah, that. Yeah, but you it, know? it was a bad decision. I think we can agree on yes, that. Yes, we can agree on that. I'm just saying, for the, for the you know, contained in WrestleMania 17, the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I and, mean just, and just the way, I just, again, I like to always point this out to you. The one thing I like is that the... They make the rock look strong when he goes down. A little the, too, a little too strong. I with like, all the kicking out. I love because if you're gonna have a heel close the show, yeah, I like that because it makes it say like, oh well, he had to hit him with a chair seventy three times. I to get make it because he remember he hits him like a couple times. The rock is like, fuck you, I'm getting yeah, up. And I like, remember, yeah, and it's just really good. On the other hand, you have a very clean, simple ending. Hogan gets the body slam, leg drop, pin, yeah. classic. 
I and, feel like this is a null. I love both of these things. Well, yeah. Here's the thing, right? One of them had the right ending. One of them did have the right ending. Listen, you could have a really good meal, and it tastes real good going down, but if you wake up the next day with food poisoning, was it really worth it? And that's WrestleMania 17 to me, and that's why I think 3 is better. Yes, it's great at the time. You're watching it. What did, good I, came of that stupid-ass ending? Nothing. Well, also, there's other factors that go into that, too, that we that we don't talk, that we didn't realize about how just the whole business was just kind of like, remember, this is the same show that has, oh, there's the WCW people in the ceiling or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it might have done them some good to keep Steve Austin a face and he fights off the fucking WCW right. people that invade. Is, there's a lot of different things they could have done. That whole invasion thing is looming on this the it's, show. It's looming, but, yeah. but regardless, that was not an excuse for what they did. And again, I know some people liked it, and it's a ballsy move. Ballsy move I do to have think, Austin I, turn here. Ballsy. I think creatively, it's good. I think I execution-wise, it's bad. I think the follow-up was very bad, yeah. And yeah. again... I would, you know, the way... It's because they booked Austin as a jokey character as a heel, which which kind of messed it up, in my opinion. Like, I guess. If they made him, like, a complete terror, like, it's like, he's still the same dick Austin, but now he's a real asshole to everyone. I like, mean, they did, they did do that briefly. Yeah. Remember the two-man power trip and right, all that? Yeah. He was like, but that was the biggest mistake is turning Triple H heel the next night with the rock on. Right. There's no top face. Yeah. That's really... Yeah. Triple H... But I it, can't believe is, I'm saying this, but if Triple H would have stayed face... It would have made him actually seem like would have liked good. him. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? But yep. again, these are all things that are after the show do Correct. not really pertain to it in my opinion but, but the ending happens at the show we're not talking about you know what happened after wrestling the three. ending happens yeah. at the show yeah and it's a debbie downer type of ending and it's very attitude and of its time anyway we've talked about this plenty of times my final say about wrestlemania 3 is i'm well aware that it doesn't have the match i get it i totally <laughs> get it but to me it's still more rewatchable it's more feel good it's more comforting it's more classic you got gorilla and jess and there's a timeless intimacy about WrestleMania 3 that I do not see with WrestleMania X7. Plus, the ending to WrestleMania 3 is much better than the ending to WrestleMania X7. Plus, 3 has Bob Euchre. Yeah. That is my final say. I'm in the, my, I think I'm in the minority on this one with people under 40. You know, yeah. maybe people over 40 are going to go with me. Quinn, your final thoughts? My final thoughts are 17 is, it's kind of like a beast. I don't know how any other way to describe it. It's like, to me, it weirdly lulls you into this is just another Attitude Era show. And then all of a sudden, you know, like I said, after China Ivory, it's just like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, this is the best thing ever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's I one do. of it's one of those, regardless of what you think of the ending, you know what? It does bring a shock factor in. You know, it does bring a unique thing to the table at the end. You know, that had never been done. It where, does. Where right. It was a, a, a profoundly big storyline event at the paper at a WrestleMania like that you know? i know but not not a conclusion but like a this is this is how it's you know th this is the next chapter yeah right? wrestlemania a great time for a cliffhanger no but i know what you're saying yeah Quinn. i you, know what you you're know saying what I, people weren't expecting it but it's not even see whatever you think of the ending to that the match is great it is um, and the stuff preceding it is great it is i, I know a lot of people just don't want to ever give it a chance but like i will tell you <laughs> that this is a show that I've actually rewatched a lot, and I can't say that about a lot of Attitude Era shows. Sure, I agree. Like, this is one of those that I can pick it up, and like you said, it's comfort food. I just, uh, to me, this is just really entertaining for four hours or whatever the hell it is. Sure. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, about four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it whizzes by, too, 
by the way, for a four-hour show, it really goes quick. No, there's a lot of whiz. Yeah. Give you that. Nobody beats it either. And nobody beats it. Yeah. Folks, uh, whichever way you vote on this one, again, we're asking you to choose between the two, not tell us what your favorite WrestleMania is, because no. neither of these are mine, actually. Yeah. So with that Stick said... between the two in yeah, the discussion. Pick one of the two. We'll put the poll up on Facebook like we did yeah. last week. We'll see what the fans think. I, don't I, know, know, I know I'm going to lose. Let's put it that way. I don't know that you're going to lose, Quinn. No, I, 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 nobody, I think you're going to win. Nobody ever likes to give this one no, a chance. No, I think you're going to win this one. But folks, one way or another, thank you for being with us here. A winner is you. When we come back, we are headed towards November 10th, 1984. That's right. WWF Championship Wrestling is coming up on the 1984 canon right after this. Professional wrestling was popular on television in the 50s. Then people lost interest and it faded from view. Now it's back with a vengeance. Each year, the World Wrestling Federation stages about 1,000 live events like this one in Los Angeles. My husband has spent $70 on seats to get right here. It is terrific. It's screaming and it's wonderful and it's enjoyable and I love it. Today, televised wrestling shows consistently rate in the top four of all syndicated shows. So it's a very good sport for the families and kids and, and people like it. I like when they do body slams. I like when they throw the um, guys onto the pole. It's very acrobatic. It's very fast. And the women like it because they wear those nice little trunks. wrestling fans while we're on a break here just a quick reminder to check out some friends of the show these are other independent wrestling podcasts we want you to check them out start with book in the territory this will get you everything for your southern fried very classy unprofessional wrestling coverage of the nwa wcw it is booking the territory and check out gfa live with peter winson and kathy as they trek you through some classic episodes of WWF television, maybe a movie you never know. So check out our friends of the show. It is Book in the Territory and GFA Live. Hiya! Wrestling fans, and welcome back to the 1984 canon here on episode 272 of our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Joe Murata, Michael Quinn. How you doing, Michael? Hey. It is we're, May- we're back, baby. It is May 30th. Yeah. You want to say it for the canon folks, oh, yeah. Joe? Uh, May the 30th be with you. May the 30th it's be important. with you. It's important, Joe. It, it is. You know what else is important, Quinn? What? The canon. Yeah. You know why? 
Because we're almost in 1985 already. I love it. Six weeks left, left in this year. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? I have no idea, actually. Uh, big Christmas show coming up. Maybe hey, Santa next Lou month. And that's all that. right. Yeah. yeah. But thank you guys so much for being with us here. Whether you are on the audio version still as part of 272 or hello out there in TV land on YouTube. Yes. Uh, if this is your first time swinging by, we're sorry for how we look. It's just how we look. I'm, I apologize. Sorry that we both look yeah. like Vince Russo. Yeah. We, we didn't mean we, to. We know. <laughs> someone, say that. someone called you Millhouse. <laughs> Millhouse? Wow, a Bob Mackie. Remember that? <laughs> but anyway, whether you're here on YouTube or whether you're on the audio version, uh, we just want to remind you that we have other stuff available. So, okay, let's say let's say you're flipping on the YouTubes. Yeah, YouTube. And you're like, I like these guys. Mm-hmm. Do they talk about other things that are in 1984? The answer is, yes, we do. We do. So we have an audio show. It's been coming out for like five and a half years. It's very old. <laughs> Our vantage point, Retro Wrestling Podcast. Check it out. Okay. We also have, if you like the video stuff that we do, hey, I like this video stuff, but I don't care about 84 as much. We have a Monday Night Raw canon. <gasps> it just started. You can, you can jump into another decade. Yep. You can jump into 1993. We got two episodes out right now. And to get that, you just go to patreon.com slash OVP podcast. $2 a month. Mm-hmm. That's it. If you can swing that, if you don't like it, I'll even friggin' refund you. Yeah. I'm serious. I will do it. You do, just do it. <laughs> All right. So you could. if you want extra stuff, again, it's patreon.com slash OVP podcast. You're not just going to get the raw cannon over there. We have WWF pay per view reviews in order from the first WrestleMania. All the way up right now to the first in your house. But Quinn, this weekend, like we said, King of the Ring. Yeah. 95. Ring, baby. So if you want OVP's thoughts on every WWF pay-per-view and the Monday Night Raw Cannon, patreon.com slash OVP podcast. Those of you on the audio were treated to a little debate about uh, WrestleMania 3 versus 17. Mm-hmm. So you video viewers, if you want to check that out, go ahead and check it out. And hey, if you're on the audio and you want to watch this, simulcast go to youtube simulcast.com simulcast.com slash friends slash youtube so quinn here it is for november 10th 1984 and that means we got a new week in the calendar what Mm, are we interesting so we got no birthdays this week however it's important what on the 6th yeah in 1984 it was election day oh mondale reagan is that 84 yeah the election of 84 big landslide for ronald reagan the actor I mean, you barely had to vote in that one because Ronald Reagan won by so much. Eighty something wasn't yeah. it like absurd? I wonder why nobody uh picked Mondale. I don't know his policies or anything. But Isn't it because he said "Where's the beef?" or somebody said it to him? Whoops! Didn't something happen Did with Claire? Sue him for copyright infringement or we, something? Waved from Mike at him. Yeah. Anyway, so that's it. Nothing on there. That's it. All right. There's nothing. Well, in the world, actually, of- like mm-hmm. I'm. I'm not spoiling anything, but like next week, also, there's only like one thing, and it's not a birthday either. Well, so we'll be here next week. Don't yeah. you worry. Well, I guess in the world of 1984, Quinn, what's been going on? Uh, David Bruno San Martino. I don't want to think about that. The Tonga Kid. Yeah, Brutus Beefcake is a stripper. Uh, Brutus Beefcake is a stripper. Barry Windham debuted last week. That was weird. That was weird. Uh, Billy Jack Haynes, and I what don't care. That? That's also weird. What <laughs> is that? He very weird. Look, somebody said it exactly what I was thinking, but like they said the same thing. as like, he don't belong in this cannon. He doesn't. He Go move to the other cannon. Go to 86 cannon. Yeah. We don't want you here. We're not ready for you yet. And we got a whole lot of Briscoe Brothers last week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like... That episode was good, actually. It was good. Which was interesting. It wasn't bad, but no. it also was like a lot of weird, like, who are these Who are these people? Why are they here? Well, the biggest example of that would be Mil Mascaras. Yeah. That was upsetting. No job or whatever. No, no job. Anyway, folks, uh, if you're on the video, we're going to bring up the scope. We're going to do that with our scope powers in three, two, one, mouthwash. Yep. Get it? Now, remember, we had that ad last we, week. We did, yeah. Or on no, the was Rock that on the Rock It was on the Rock yeah, 
But anyway, folks, whether you're on video or audio, we thank you for being here. Without any further ado, it is WWF Championship Wrestling, November 10th, 1984. All right, the standard intro. Is this the cutoff version? I don't know. You better not skip it. I'm not skipping it. The new audience show. Sorry. You're right. Same taping? Looks like it. Looks beta quality, too. Well, might I'm having a VHS on the JVC player. Does Bruno just always wear that coat, though? And we'll see how long it lasts. I know he gets a red one later. He does. Oh, the quality's better. Let's switch, mate. Oh, yeah, Tito Santana, remember? Oh, he's back. Versus the Executioner. Non-title matchup here, but they are nonetheless championship all the way. They are championship all the way. Murdoch and them. Murdoch and Adonis, yeah. yeah. Murdoch and Adonis. I'm not that impressed with this run. I hate to say it. Well, I don't. I don't know that it was ever supposed to be impressive. Good was it? Mike, but they don't in the ring. I don't like nothing ever really happens. Hey, Adrian's great in the ring though. I feel like they're never fighting anybody important. They're not. Not on championship wrestling. They're certainly not. They're not even feuding with anyone though. Yeah, I guess they're not, huh? Who do we got in there? With a ten minute Who is that? Let's see. It's blurry. In the ring at this time, is this one of those big muscly men? Unknown, no, it's Executioner. Oh, unknown, isn't he fighting Tito? Yeah. yeah. So I was told that that's Ron Shaw. <laughs> this version of the Executioner is Ron Shaw. That's what I was told. Your favorite. Ron Shaw's good. Calm down. That, that is Ron Shaw. You can tell, yeah. Now, I'm going to say this. Tito, can you please speed it up? Because he's been... Blackluster. Ever since he's come to this place, and every Whoa. match is like 20 minutes for some fucking reason on championship. He is over. Is his coat any better? That's a little better, right? He's better. That's a better coat. Are they repackaging him? I, they're recoding him. Yeah. He <laughs> a new coat. His coat was terrible. It was. Before. He is over, though. Listen to the fans. Oh, it looks like he got the, uh, the, he's getting the sympathy comeback, right? Yeah. He was gone for like two weeks. It doesn't matter. Shit. He wore sunglasses instead of Reba. Yeah, I know. That but deserves that ovation, Quinn. I, I, don't, I don't get it. it. <laughs> uh, Gilberto, the opening match referee again. Now, he just has... Have you noticed this? He just... I don't know if he had this before, but he's got the sombrero now on his tights, like like when he was in strike force or whatever. I don't think he had that. No, lock up here into the corner, into the ropes, he, I should say. Didn't when he was in strike force, wasn't it the bolt with the sombrero on it at some point? I swear. I'm almost positive you're right. Yeah, well, I swear, like, his was that, and I don't even remember what Rick Martel's was. Was it like a bolt with a beret? I'm Maybe, just kidding. Yeah, no. <laughs> Lock up an executioner. I am a Martel, but not yet. Not yet. Back's uh, he only had the ropes. Just, a, just a bolt. <laughs> just a bolt. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're right. He doesn't have his own thing yet. Big right hand is blocked by Tito, and he lands. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely a run, imagine, Shaw. Imagine if it was a bolt. But I'm not like, going to talk about the match. Go, just talk. Sorry, I was just going to say. I'm not going to say anything. Imagine if it was a bolt. Yes. But it had the pin of I'm a model on the bolt's like chest or whatever. Well, when he turned heel, you mean? Yeah, it would be good. There's a match going on. Yeah, I don't anyway. know what's happening in it, though. Also, didn't the executioner, like last week, have a full bodysuit? What is this? Is it always a different wrestler? Yeah. That, that is Ron Shaw, though. Yeah. I'm almost positive. He definitely had pants at, at the very least last week. I think he had like a singlet with a strap, didn't yeah. he? Like a long panted yeah, this, singlet. This is definitely Ron Shaw. Side maybe headlock, it's not Ron Shaw. No, it's Ron Popeil, actually. Yeah. He's selling know. knives. Maybe. Side headlock by Tito. Oh, Grinding it in. I thought for a second uh, the Fink was going to butt in. Can you please buy the uh, Ronco rotisserie, the Showtime rotisserie? It'll be available at the next World Wrestling Federation show in Linden, New Jersey. I would buy it. You were talking about buying it I like a couple months one. ago. Yeah. If anyone wants to assist Quinn with um with it's, purchasing the it's like hundred fifty dollars uh, or something. He shit. needs he doesn't yeah. he needs the money. I'm just saying it's a lot. 
With for, your, for that. With your help, Quinn Kuna yeah. said it. Not only said it, but also forget it. <laughs> We're still on a side headlock here. You know, what, you know what I had to buy recently, which I didn't want to, but I, I finally uh, just car bit insurance. the bullet. No. Oh. Well, it's insurance related, but I need to print a form, so I finally bought a printer. I haven't had one for like 10 years or something. It's not the printer that'll get you. It's the toner, man. It's the ink. I know, but I don't... I, I print stuff so rarely that that ink's going to last me forever. Remember when we like... <laughs> used up all the paper printing your text. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> so I said, I can't do that to anyone again. So I finally just, I like, well, get this. I, I go online, right? I'm expecting, oh God, what is this going to be like $200 or some shit? Right? 119 $84. What'd for you a, get? Uh, it was a printer scanner combo, like an HP, like. You sure? Yeah. It's not just some guy that writes it out for you? No. It's because no one prints shit anymore. They, there's no market for this crap. Hey, Quinn, what, uh, what hold is going on? A uh, headlock. Still, just in case it. anyone on the audio is wondering. Just, that's why we're not. what I mean about Tino. Yeah, right that's now. why we're not talking about I, there's it. There's always like, I'm, I'm never like, what do I say? He, he doesn't do much. If you really want to know what's going on, you can watch the video version. Yeah. Watch <laughs> it, baby. It's actually, this is meant to be a video show. Mm -hmm. It's only anyway. because of Tony Legday Kiriketi that this ever went audio. It's funny. It is. Anyway, uh, Tito here. Oh, uh, you're calling it now. Yeah, well, the executioner bailed out there. What if he switched executioners? Oh, the other executioner. Yeah. Do you, do you like Vince and Bruno as a team? Because I'm starting to. I actually really don't mind this. It's fine. It is, but right? I, I don't want, it's not as bad as Gene. Well, yeah, if you were, if you haven't caught up, folks, like, maybe you didn't go back. Gene did commentary from the beginning of 84 until... It's like the worst thing ever. Yeah, July or something, and he's awful. Irish whip, nice backdrop by Tito. He would go, oh, after yeah. every move. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Ian really liked it, though. Ian Riccoboni really liked it, yeah. Oh, look Tito at this. I think this is it. Figure eight. <laughs> Just it's like other finisher, remember? Yeah, it's like a... What is that called? Is that like an Indian, Indian death lock? They keep saying that. Into yeah. a bridge? Yeah, it's dumb. Tito gets the win, though. I like the flying jalapeno better, but... Well, he'll do it again one day. Mm -hmm. Nice win for Tito. Not too long. It's weird, though. Before he went away, he was always using it to win. The figure... No, I mean, the, the, the... flying... The flying jalapeno. The figure jalapeno? Yeah. The flying figure four. What? What? What's the real name of it again? Hey, that's the calendar, by the it's way. It's called the... Called the flying forearm, Quinn. Sorry. No, I mean, what didn't <laughs> they have like a a, a, a a Tito name? Like Jesse's the one that called it the flying jalapeno, but it, he called it something else. I thought. Only when it was Alberto, it was called the Paso de Muerte. But yes, that's, that's it was it. different. It wasn't the same move. I've yeah. told you this. It was from a stand. What do you mean it was different? He did it differently. He like. He's get out of here. He deked down. No, someone Ian. It's some, like an overhead or something. He did it slightly differently. The delivery of the forearm was get out of here. I'm not making this up, and people can put it below in the comments on the video version, or you do it on the Facebooks. I need to see a side by side of both moves being that, executed. In that case, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, update. Let's see what we got. These are fun, Quinn. Probably nothing, Lord Alfred Hayes. <laughs> I don't know how to talk. Like, every time. Still sucks. Update this week. <laughs> it's been progressively getting better. It is. Athletes, but hundreds and thousands of a cross-section of the world's public. What? I'm talking about Why does he the have fans? to be like this? Why the can't he just say it's about the fans? Absolutely crazy. <laughs> well, the fans. The World Wrestling Federation. We are. Wrestling. We're crazy Not for this shit. Look at us. Yeah. Kooky, Chris. Yeah. But around the very world. And one of the reasons why those fans so bad come to this. their feet and stomp and go crazy. Well, it's about the fans. Here's Hulk Hogan. They love him. Yeah. That's it. It's just really about Hulk Hogan. See, they cheer. <laughs> basically. Do you see those people cheering? 
I don't like the white. They are fans. It's not bad. Uh, it's not as good. Oh, Big John's stuff. Is this the big matchup? It's one of the... Remember, they were talking about it last time. It's one like, of the big it's ones. It's going to happen at the garden, but we're not going to fucking tell you about no, it. Well, you're not, you have you, to go there. Yeah. It's incredible. It's weird it? with this, like. People just jump and jump with. Lord. It's wow. weird that in this, they're, like, already, like. You can tell they understand TV's important, yet they still don't give you diddly dick on television. Yeah, it's the point, though. They know. Yeah, I know. Go to the arena. They've got to be feeling it, right, like, soon that they have to start delivering on TV a little bit. Did they, though? I don't think they ever really felt that way. Not until the 90s. With the fact that it's becoming a focus for them. Is this well, the first time Bobby's been on championship? In ring? Yeah. It might be. Huh. Interesting. He's got the white, like the cream colored suit yeah. or whatever that is. I don't remember seeing him on, on TV yet. I don't think we have. Only on like a million interviews. Yeah. Which is weird that we've seen him like on a ton. But not in the ring. Yeah, it's like the fans in the crowd don't know he exists. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So Big John Studd versus Tony Gurria. We know who's winning. Well, you know what? In all seriousness, Quinn, yeah, if Tony Gurria could slip a, you know, if he doesn't get a pin and get a schoolboy pin there, like what if Studd wins by countout or something? <laughs> I don't want to think about these possibilities. Remember when he was the announcer for like a month and it was terrible? Yep. I think they're doing this because they want to make Stud look good on TV. It's like, oh, haven't beat somebody that isn't a loser. See, but that's where watching for as long as we have really does help us understand that. Because well, we know Tony Gurria isn't really that much of a jobber. No, he, fact, he almost never jobs. He generally he's, wins. He's like no job over he, there. He's like the our male masquerade. Is. Yeah, this is the Albany feed, by the way. So sorry if you live up there. Holly's good though. Andre the Giant is number one. Yeah, yeah. It's almost DVD quality. It, it's very clear. Yeah. It is amazing to me, Quinn, mm -hmm. that Big John Stud almost exclusively feuded with Andre the Giant his whole WWF run. It's insane. Including I, didn't, I didn't realize how long... Wait, what is this? Well, Gurria almost body Get it. He would. Is it on the line right now? Yeah, remember at any given time if they do it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, isn't that the rule? Wait, I don't know. They never really clarified that. Is the barricade closer to the ring than, than usual? It More. looks like they just pushed it up. I don't know. Like That almost looks temporary the way that is. Do you notice that? Was there a barricade? There was. I'm pretty sure there was. Was it a different one? I don't remember that if it was different. Blue. blue looks weird. I mean, we know blue would become the normal color, but those even have weird like plate things on the bottom of them. Yeah, it looks odd. Anyway, uh, stud clubbing away on Gurria on the apron. Gurria like back those, to the floor. Barriers that would be in the mall like around like those trees or whatever. But like when they're doing something to them. Like, you know, they're like, don't go here. And it's like those kind that have the weird plates at the bottom. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I definitely do. I'm just saying. Dick Kroll is the referee, and he's almost as tall as John Studd, so that doesn't bode well yeah. for the big man. And Gurria's been taking a while to get back in here. Yeah, well, he gets leeway. Big house of fire here, Gurria. Right hands, right hand. Side headlock this by Tony. Work. It will not. Here comes so with the suplex. Shove off. Into the corner. Oh, Avalanche misses. Tony oh. back to the headlock. No, punches. Punch and headlock combo. Whoa, he's fiery. Tony leg day Gurria over here. <laughs> More right hands by Gurria. And again. Anyway. yeah, it's a lot of offense he's getting on John Studd. It's a little much if he has... Wait, oh, that... That, 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 that farmer guy, likes it. Farmer-like man. Yeah, that farmer man in the outside. <laughs> new uniform today. It is you new that? Uniform, yeah. Got suspenders on. Dunk under by Studd. Oh, shoulder block by Studd. No, not on that. Oh, yeah, on that. 
That's a fast count, by the way, by Kroll. The Kroll doesn't even look like Tony Gurria. Yeah. Like, yeah, fuck this. He pinned him with a shoulder block. You know, yeah, I'm surprised Bobby the Brain didn't get involved there just to establish that he's, you know, he's a dick or whatever. Yeah, but if he needed to cheat to be Tony Gurria, then why why would I want to see him fight Andre? Um, he needs to be a threat of yeah, some kind. Yeah, but I kind. thought Tony Gurria's supposed to be a threat. Shouldn't that be? Wouldn't this be the best time to say, "Oh, Bobby the Brain is a factor"? No, because I'm not pushing Gurria anymore. Who gives a shit if he loses clean? I just mean to establish Bobby the Brain as like, oh, he could do some shit, right? That's all. You could just trip him or something. Like nothing deciding. I'm sure he will at some point. Don't yeah. worry. He'll be okay. He'll, he'll trip him. We gotta make him. We have. We have to make it known that he's just as active as, say, Captain Lewis or something. Yeah. Well, who doesn't get too involved? Does he? Sometimes, sometimes. He does. Remember yeah. that whole during that Samoa's match, he was like living on the apron. Like <laughs> he was just. He, it wasn't just the chair thing. Remember, he was just like standing. He was there, just standing like, on the, the apron whole the whole match. time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, uh, Bobby gets stud out of there. Mm -hmm. These two talking about. An accomplished professional wrestler. As we go back now to take a look at what we did. You saw say Bobby on. the Brain Heenan is an accomplished professional wrestler. I think he did, but I mean it's not untrue. Are we supposed? You know what I've always wondered when Bobby first came in. Were we supposed to feel like he was like a retired wrestler or something? Like, like I don't know. what is his? What is it supposed to be understood? Like, is his background? I really don't know. Like, I think they know that people know who he is. Right. Because he'd been around for so friggin' long. Right. You know, he's only like 40. I know, he's not even old here. What now? And also, he's 40, so it's like about the time he should retire, right? True, yeah. Austin. No, New York. He's isn't all sweaty this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Glenn Spalls at the Civic Center. Uh, hacksaw man over there? I guess so. Oh, God. Why does he look all confused? I don't know. There is a newcomer in the WWF out of Portland, Oregon, a man who is oh, built no. like a brick. His name is like one brick. Very just popular a brick. addition to the world. He's built like just one brick. One brick. John George. I have an English problem. I don't have to say to you. You already know. But also I respect I nice. you. You <laughs> said the belly jack coming to the um, to the New York oh, belly jack. to wrestling with the world class man, the honest man, the Aaron Sheik. Mr. Belichick, your reputation is all over the country. I heard, I saw the Muscles magazine. I saw 10 different saw the wrestling magazines. Magazine? I saw that Muscles man. Oh, we saw the Muscles magazine. They say his heart is a rock. Forever. Mr. Belichick, you come <laughs> Belly into Jack, the I love Falls, it. He's almost laughing, like smiling. That city people crazy about wrestling. Is he just like a, a comedic character that we never really like thought said, of as that? Oh, I mean, I knew that he was pretty comedic after after not being champion. He's ridiculous. Yeah, he's great. Whatever is them. Billy Jack. Billy Jack, <laughs> I heard you doing 700 squats, 500 bench press. Oh, shit. But remember, that's the bodybuilding. I'm the wrestler. I'm not with lefter to you, wake me up. Pitch me up. I'm the fighter. I fight for my life. Man that has done it for me Get the fuck out. Basically. Go somewhere else, please. Yeah. <laughs> North-South Connection, your favorite. That's definitely the name they always call them. <laughs> who are they, who are they fighting? Who's Why are they like imitation <laughs> version of the... No, it's... Rick it's, McGraw. It's, it's Jose Luis Rivera and Rick McGraw. What a dream team that is. Quick draw, Rick. 
God. I had that coat when this I was eight. This could win, Joe. No, they can't. They could be put up a challenge here. No. This is for Ruben Vasquez. Did draw, like, tag team with somebody else to fight them, like, last week? No. Olay. Olay. There it is. Every time. Now, the North-South Connection. Yeah, that's what we call them here. That is their name, though, isn't it? They very overtly call them Odon Ad Adonis and Murdoch. Maybe they just thought of it, like, this yeah. week. Yeah. Let's call them that. What yeah. a clever <laughs> derivative. Oh. He's great, Quinn. Yes. This rain, honestly, is one of those rains that I swear they pretend never happened. They pretend that the next one was the first one because it's associated with WrestleMania 1. Do you ever notice that? And the first one. Like, okay, so there's there's a weird thing I noticed with WWF history, right? Yeah. They act, they act as if nothing before Hulk Hogan really ever mattered, first of all, right? And secondly... Well, they act like Bruno mattered. Yeah, kind of, but that's like, oh, that's back in the smoky bars or whatever. Right, that's, right, right. It doesn't matter. But also, the kinescope days. When I was growing up, I always felt that they would act like the beginning of of like title history is whoever the hell you know were maybe the champions like around the time of Mania, but they would never mention these two. They would always act like it was Wyndham and Rotunda, Tito and Hulk. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but they did always say that Patterson was the first IC champion in the I understand that. that, but I mean, like, the modern, like, first champions of the modern era. Well, to a lot of people, this was when they started watching. Yeah, you know, exactly. 84, 85. That seemed to be the big three to me when I, when I, how I understood it. Who were the, the, Wyndham and Rotunda were going into WrestleMania when yeah. they lost him, right? Tito yeah. wasn't, but he had just been, like, you know, always oh, been robbed or whatever yeah. by Greg Valentine. Which as we you saw, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I think, I don't know, someone can check me on this or correct me, but um, seems to me like the Adonis and Murdoch run was kind of a rushed decision because Atlas and Johnson Absolutely. were not getting yeah. along. Uh, you could tell that they, you know, if it was their choice, they would have just kept Atlas and Johnson because then they'd have like three babyface champions and yeah. it'd be very like classical. And at least and, build to something because yeah. there was no build. These guys came out of nowhere and just won the titles. It was very strange. They just seemed some, like some thrown together tag team. Yeah, very abrupt. Yeah. Uh, as Murdoch, by the way, goes to work on... Who is that? I guess that's Rick McGraw. I can't yeah. see the guy's face. I think it's telling that the next champions are a team that they like very heavily are like, this is a team, you know? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have a name and shit. I know that they have a name, allegedly, that they, they, just that they almost it. never really mentioned. They just thought of it. Yeah. Uh, McGraw in trouble on the mat here. Murdoch dragging the leg. McGraw up to one foot. Oh. Elbow doink. Dusty Rhodes style there. Take him back down. When are we going to start to see, like, Jesse on commentary and shit? When does that happen? January. But not on championship. Okay. Not for, not I mean, often. on superstars eventually. Yeah. Don't worry, Jesse. Uh, Jesse will host a brand new show in January. Okay, I know he is. He still are we? Are we in some weird period where he's technically not in the company right now? No, he's there. Okay, he still wrestles occasionally. Don't worry, we will see him. He does. Yeah, I know you love when he wrestles. I thought that he has the agent orange thing or whatever. <laughs> like, I thought he can't wrestle anymore. Oh, shit. Mac Rivera's all the way up top on oh, the boy. shoulder of Murdoch. Now, this move is line. so sloppy because they, I know. Oh, they're going to do only one thing this time. Okay. Yeah, the last time they did something, it they was crappy. They do, like, some two-parter move that sucks ass. Yeah. Referee was Jack Lowitz, by the way. That's Jack Lotz. Yeah. Uh, Jack Lowitz. Jesse wrestles very... If you thought he was limited... Before the uh, blood clots now in his he's lungs. really trying to like be careful. Yeah. Essentially, yeah, he does have matches. What? Oh, you'll see. Weird. Don't worry. Anyway, this is uh, 
wrestling. You're right. These guys, but these guys, I think, are supposed to be dumpy and sloppy and not likable. They're heels. Yeah, but they're not. They're not supposed feel, to be a smooth team impressing you with their I feel like they're coordination. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't even feel like they're hot heels. Like, I don't hate them or anything. Are you lying to me? You, are you, like, really angry with this team right now? What have they done that's dastardly or anything? No, they're funny. Yeah, if, I, if anything, they're funny yeah, when I don't, they talk. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, Greg Valentine, I'm like, well, he, you know, took advantage of Tito's surgery or whatever. Tito's broken. That was, he was, yeah. And he, you know, didn't he, he cheat when he won? Like an actual heel. You know what I mean? Did he cheat? I think he attacked him after the match or something. Like, remember his leg gave out or some shit? His leg fell off, right? Yeah. Oh, what is this footage? Beverly Hills. I don't know, but we're not supposed to talk during Bobby Heenan either. I'm tired what? of that garbage. How many times do I have to tell you and these humanoids out there? That's what I was told. My name is Bobby the Brain. I'd like an apology. Bobby Heenan, I'd be more than happy to apologize. And I, I want you to relate <laughs> to the people, not to call me Weasel. I won't call you the Weasel. And please, ladies and gentlemen out there, never call this man the weasel weird oh no, weak no, by gene okay yes, come on up come on i was gonna up. say i thought everyone calls him weasel for him. he's away on business whistle. what in the world would this guy do if he won the battle royal and picked up fifty thousand dollars oh you'd be surprised Wait. what he'd do with excuse $50, me why is kamala with bobby you'd be Heenan? surprised on mr blast Wait, did he, he say something about mr fuji or something care no i also have my man in the battle royal he's just like friends with them that's right what if it comes down to kamala instead how do you work that out We'll work it out. Don't worry about that. Why does he have Kamala in this? He doesn't, though. Like, that's what he just said. He's like, my man, stud. They're like friends or something. Okay. Now that we've seen him break character, like, in those bloopers, I can't even, like, take him seriously anymore. It's good. He's like their friend that hangs out with them when they're doing these interviews. You're going to get yelled at for talking over Bobby Well, I don't think I have enough time to go into why not. Whatever. I give you 150 But... Better you than me. Thousand dollars. You know what I'm going to do with it? I have no idea. Beverly Hills. I could spend that about a half hour just having a good time on the town. I I could imagine. I know some of you people. Yes, you could do that. Okay. Can we talk yet? Are we allowed to talk yet? Now we can. I have an idea. Ghostbusters place. Here's a tip though. If you want to hear the uh, the show without us talking over it, watch the show. Oh, you oh, you can't get your hands on it. Oh. <laughs> Mario oh, Mario, Mario Mancini's back, baby. Mario Perillo. You want to take a tour of Italy? Come over here to Tuscany. Whatever you want to do, you come over here. You do my tours. Remember him? Yeah. Oh, I remember him. <laughs> oh, look what at John V. He, what is he, an accountant He now? looks great, just like Peter Koska. He has a shirt and tie like he's like a, in a boring accountant. He, he looks like a coach. Is this Johnny V humor? Yeah. Ugh. No, you like him and he's good. And I will not hear otherwise. Johnny V is, 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 he's, he's I don't get it. Brutus Buttball. <laughs> <laughs> that, that fan's this, funnier than Johnny V, I'll say is that. Is that really what that said? Let's see. Put it in the frame. Brutus Buttplug. <laughs> I like that he turned it around to face you the camera. You know what's camera. funny? You could tell they wrote over something. They did, and right? And colored the B-U-T in black. Or just butt plug. There you go. Oh, that's definitely the freeze frame for today's episode. Oh, God. Episode. <laughs> so Johnny V is, yeah, if you're on the audio, he's dressed in a shirt and tie with um. Yeah, like glasses. very, like, out of character. Very, yeah, like very standard. He yeah, looks like a foreman. Yeah. 
See his wife beat her he under his shirt. Like he should be on a jury or something. Maybe he had jury duty. I'm not even kidding. Johnny V would show up after jury duty. I almost didn't make it here. You know, yeah. we got to convict a guy. It's like the uh, 12 angry men. I'm one of the angry men. I'm one of the angriest men. I'll tell you that. You can talk to me being angry all the way here down in New Orleans, but I'm going to tell you. Yeah. You know, that's Johnny V humor. Fruitcake, that one says. And, you know, you were referencing something earlier. 12 angry men. 12 angry men and some other things. And I was telling you, I was watching that Chip and Dale's movie, which I want to recommend to everyone, by the way. Did you think of Chippendale because he was a Chippendale dancer? Partially, too, yeah. I just got I got Chippendale on the head in the brain right now because I just saw the movie. But man, that movie is full of some references, I'll tell you. The Full House screenshot that you sent me was incredible. Very, very funny. That's just like the tip of the iceberg. There's like a men's warehouse reference. What? There's like other shit. Like you're going to like the way you look? I guarantee it. Yeah, that, <laughs> that line is so funny in that movie, by the way. Like... They're, they're, there's, they even like the characters are like, did you just make a men's warehouse <laughs> reference? Like, Can I ask you a question about what? Brutus Beefcake? What? Do you like him? Um, no. <laughs> just checking. <laughs> it looks like a zebra. Alright, Mario Mancini. What is this? Yeah. I guess they know what they're doing to piss people off. I guess. See, he was 12 angry men. Although, now I just realized, I think it's a tuxedo shirt with just a regular tie, which you're not, you're supposed to wear a bow tie. I don't understand. That's Johnny V humor. That's Johnny V humor, yeah. Mix and match the the shirts. He's terrible, Joe. Why do you like him? He's better than Brutus Beefcake. He is better than Brutus Beefcake. Anybody's better than Brutus Beefcake, though. But again, we're, we're, we're not supposed to like the heels. I understand that, but... So I know that, like, we think we're really smart when we're like, oh, this heel stinks. Right. But are we really smart when we're like, oh, this heel stinks? Because isn't there a whole point to make you think that they stink? That they're not good? Yes, That they Bruce, can't wrestle? It's just weird, though, Joe. Not as weird as his manager. Also, it does, you know what breaks the illusion all the time with Bruce Beefcake? is like, you know why he's here. You know they didn't pick him. Like, come on. Well, I mean, they hired him, but I don't... You know, you know he wasn't, like, they, their first choice or anything. I don't think they Just were like scouting Bruno. him. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we really need to pick him up. Yeah. Him I'm and David Bruno, definitely not. Exactly. I'm sure it was more like, hey, we are um, looking for talent. Yeah. If anyone knows anyone, let us know. And Hogan's like, yeah, this guy, uh, my brother. They should, you know, <laughs> Brutus that, that, Hogan. There's the high knee. But, um... You know, that, that eventual match... Cover. One, two, three. Yeah. Um, that eventual match, uh, Brutus, Brutus Beefcake versus David San Martino at Mania, I feel like they should it's call... really good. They should call that the uh, friends and family plan over there. Because that's what it is. Just saying. That's Michael Quinn here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. I guess I know what you mean. Yeah. Brutus is not good. Uh-huh. And, and I mean that though. Like he just does not look good in the ring. Why is his hair weird here? It's very bad. Yeah, isn't it? Looks like Robbie McIntosh from the Pretenders. I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what. It's it's sometimes it's amazing how you can get a job of this prominence just by being friends with somebody. Well, again, I remember someone saying that um, mm-hmm. he was known as a good hand or whatever in Japan and and safe and people liked him. But again, I still would uh, be surprised. If they would have hired him, if Hulk Hogan wasn't in this company, that's all I'm trying Listen, to say. I'm trying to nationally expand here. This is not who I hire. Well, because at this point, what what appeal does he have? Nothing. I mean, again, what if he's just a good hand to have on the roster, and then you yeah. know 
you think you can build him into something. I do get that. The barber gimmick, when he eventually gets it, that does make him seem more appealing. It does. Also, what the hell is this? All right, this this we really shouldn't talk through. I have a feeling. Well, because this is... See, this is what I always like to see. What are, we, Piper, what are we looking at? Any the, Piper's Pit where there's a heel yes, and, a, and a, face. a face is good. Any Piper's Pit where it's a heel and a heel, it's no just good. pointless. Oh, Mr. Albino, you are you're, so good. Basically, it's you're good, right? Yeah. Here it's is a guy, see. and I love this guy. Yeah, waste, just tell you, man. The only good one ever was when like it was Lou and Piper, and then Cindy, Cindy. came like later. Yes. Like That was fine. That was good. But, so those of you on the audio sitting on the pit with Roddy Piper is who, Quinn? Uh, Barry Windham, which I'm, I'm Windham. sure is going to be, uh, especially since he's like, gee golly, sir, like, you know, like all happy, go lucky. I'm yeah. sure Piper's going to rip him up. Let's take a yeah, listen here. Taxes. We got us here a boy from Taxes. His name is Barry Windham. He's 24 years old, has 44 fights and ain't lost a fight yet because he's from Texas. It's nice to fights. have you here, Barry. 44 fights and never lost a fight yet is quite an impressive what record. Is this boxing? I, I know I that you played football before and I know that you've wrestled amateur before. What makes you think, though, that you're ready just because I've had about 1,500 pro fights myself? I ain't not ever lost a fight. 1,500? What makes you think you're ready for the WWF? I should believe that. What makes Seriously. you think that yeah. I'm ready for it? Ruddy. 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 The best in the world is right here. That's why I've come here. Yeah, but wait, wait a second, wait a second. You're from Texas. Everything's big in Texas. Stand up, stand up, stand up. Stand up. Let's have a look at you. Let's have a look at you. Oh, Ooh, he's much bigger. He is a big boy. Wait a second. Take your, take, take your jacket off. Take your jacket off. Take your jacket off. Take your jacket off. What is this full house? Why, do you know why they only have Not even that impressive. real yeah. grass and all the football <laughs> fields in Texas? Because they like there. to graze yeah. their homecoming queens. <laughs> Just a little joke there. <laughs> Barry's not backing down though. No, he, he I think he's very happy go lucky. Oh, it's nice a joke. Like he doesn't get it oh. yet. Nice blonde hair. <laughs> Cute little bandana. Are you sure you're a man? You, you, oh boy. Is he playing along, maybe? Oh no. Piper's taking a fight here. Like me. Now how do you figure you're gonna go on and take on all these men? I tell you what, Ruddy. Let's Ruddy. have a look at you. Come on. Take your shirt off. Let's have a look at you. I'll say this, Piper's a little more defined. Yeah. We look very good. What makes you think that you're good enough for the WWF, Roddy? I'm good enough for Texas. Well, I don't know. I tell you what I was doing. What is this? I was going to take you to a barbecue in Texas, but you're the only man there that would ride side saddle with your skirt. Oh! There, there goes the crowd. Like it's a studio audience. <laughs> 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 it's Johnny Rods. He's back another week. Is that against David Bruno? Oh, boy. Oh, man. He's not going to ever win again, is he, Johnny Rods? Don't doubt him. Johnny Rods, if you're out there watching, we love you. We do. You should have won more. Uh, you know what? We're I'm going to say fans. this. I, the, only, I'm, the only reason I'm not surprised here is because it's probably the same taping. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I love Johnny Rods. Uh-huh. You convinced me. You, told, you knew before I did. Oh, I knew. When we started the 82s, I'm like, this guy isn't good. And you're like, no, he is. Just trust me. And Quinn was right. I saw some things. I know. I know a little bit. I'm not... A dope. <laughs> I never said you were. I'm not dope. I'm just saying you're going to get yelled at for talking during promos. Excuse me. Yeah, but I have to answer to it always. What do you mean you have to answer to it? Do you? No. <laughs> I don't say anything. Yeah, you, you gotta... make fun of me all you want on the boards. I just don't respond if I don't care about it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Which is, Quinn's like, I look at the boards once a week, maybe. Yeah. You see, because, you know, when I look at it, I respond to like six different things, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, okay, that was fun. 
Like, then I come back. Meanwhile, I'm the sap over here, like <laughs> responding to everyone. Thank you, appreciate. It. <laughs> hey, someone's got to do it. I'm happy to do it. You know, that's the way it works. I say here, thank team. you sometimes when I, if it's the day that I'm on. Introducing <laughs> from New York City. No, we got to keep this arrangement. This is a good arrangement, though. Because it also allows you to be the fall guy. <laughs> look how unpredictable he is. I didn't know he was going to do that. I didn't know he was going to wear that coat today. Hey, look, it's uh, Rick McGraw. <laughs> God, he's terrible. <laughs> so bad. Someone's going to... Friends and family plan over here. Someone's going to chime in and be like, he was good. Yeah, he was great. Real great. Yeah, look, how, look how great he was. If there was cell phones in this time, People like, the, he, they would be sharing plans, him and Bruno. Be, I thought you were going to say people would be on their phones. Yeah, well, they would too. Look at Vince calling this. They'd be typing it. into Google, who is David San Martino? <laughs> Rick McGraw weight gain. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Rod's uh, tried to have his way with David, but to no avail. We got to lock up. No, not yet. We don't. I think Johnny is. Rod's is the star here. Arm drag. Yeah, he is. Of course. Johnny Rod's is such a gutsy guy. He'll test anybody at anything. We're not really cracking up about this. <laughs> He's such a gutsy guy. Maybe he maybe he feels like his son. Maybe he should take the L here because you know some respect to Johnny Rods who was around in his time. Bruno probably wrestled Johnny Rods. He I'm did. not even kidding. He absolutely I'm did. I'm sure he did. Yeah, that's why he's like, oh, I yeah, Johnny Rods, so good. Like I can't have any of these jobbers be my son. But Johnny Rods is, is a, a gutsy guy. He's a gutsy guy. Yeah. Back in the corner is uh, David by courtesy of Rods. Big right hand. Doesn't Johnny Rods one? on his like website or whatever for his school? Doesn't he like mention that he fought Bruno or something? Probably. Yeah. A Gleason's gym or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I forget. He know he mentions a couple Locked of up. matches that he was in. One with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he was. He and, did fight uh, Hogan. And uh, I swear it's Bruno San Martino and Bob Backlund. Probably. Probably I all the champs. I think we saw him fight Backlund. I, I think we did. Yeah. I think we did. Corner whip by Rods. It lands. David goes down hard in the corner. Here comes Rods. Oh, David you know, with a knee up. My concern Nightmare. is that Johnny Rods isn't around much longer and that Hogan-Johnny Rods match is like coming up soon and then we just never see him again. Doesn't he make it to 85? Well, he I'm does. sure. He does. But if it's anything, not, it's at the tail. Maybe it's at the tail end, and it's in eighty, like early eighty-five, and then Johnny Rods is gone. Rods is there in eighty-five. I know that. I just don't remember how right. long. I thought it was in the early part of the year, but might be like up to the summer. Yeah. Front face lock by Rods. It's nice that he's back though. Now, well, I guess we'll enjoy him while we got him back. Right? He was one of my favorite things of eighty-two. Yeah, he really was. Absolutely was. Oh, up top. He's good going in eighty-three early on before he left. Before him and Estrada got booted down to wherever. I don't think they got booted. I think they went to go make the good money. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Remember, they didn't pay good here. Yeah, well, we paid Backlund, for it. When Backlund was doing things. No, that can't pin him. One, two. Come on. Oh, man. David wins with a power slam. We paid for it, Quinn, because we had to deal with the invaders for like a year. Oh, God. Don't even remind me. So, Rod, bad. Rods is like grumpy, but not too upset that he got pinned. You notice that? He's just like, oh, shit, I got pinned. I knew I'd lose this. <laughs> oh, he knows why. Well, he beat him, Quinn. The power slam. Beat him. He beat him. Yeah. David Bruno. Can we David stop? David Bruno. You hear the way Fink's doing it? David Bruno! San Martino, like, you really know, trying to... If they wanted to... to do that, why didn't they just call him Bruno San Martino Jr.? Like, why... You know what I mean? Like, why are they David Bruno San Martino? Probably so... I don't know. What is he, Sally Jesse Raphael? Like, I don't understand. Similar. Yeah. 
That's silly, though. Welcome to Sally, Jesse, Raphael. <laughs> I'm your host, Gordon Soli. <laughs> Welcome. Today, our subject is going to be teen parenting. Yeah. And teens who smoke yeah. crack. Now, first of all, I'd like to say thank you uh, to everyone who wrote in for this show. Uh, the president of, of Sally, Jesse, Raphael, Bob Geigel, has informed me. Sorry, what am I doing? I don't know. Oh, look at the farmer that, man. That, that farmer guy, yeah. That country boy. I wouldn't mess with him, oh, would you? Oh, he said hillbilly. They come from all walks. They do, in fact, come from all walks of life. The big hillbilly back here with us this week. The big hillbilly. Okay, yeah, that's his official name. We don't know his first name, though. The big hillbilly. Just the big hillbilly. I kind of like that the fans are like, yeah, like with him. Yeah, it's cute. Look at that. Uh, Billy Jack is on the screen. You notice he's not Haynes yet. He's just regular Billy Jack. And maybe he's he's got Fruit of Loom instead. I'm just saying. Maybe that's why. This is Billy Jack. Didn't you think of this? Only you could, Quinn. Yeah. Just saying. Billy Jack. You know, I just arrived here in the WWE. Just Billy it's Jack. to be here, you know, the fresh air. The horse hates him. Yeah. You're going to give the full Nelson a horse? Confederation. But now this is my goal and my ultimate. Outside of the ring and inside of the ring. This guy stinks. I don't want to watch this. The horse with the side eye. That's like, bro, are you serious? The horse is like, are you going to, like, go anywhere? Like, you I want to just stand here. That was yeah. the worst. Terrible. I'm going to be here and I'm going to be good. Who's that? Who's that guy? From King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. Oh, it's Hershey, whatever his name is. Dave Barb. Yeah, Dave Hershey. Dave Barbie. King of Prussia's got a good mall, though. <laughs> they do. Not a good king, though. Yeah. Uh, who is the King of Prussia? <laughs> I thought it was Dave Barbie. Yeah. Well, Tonga Kennedy. He's back, baby. There he is. <laughs> Doing the dance. Ho 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 ha. Ho ho ho. That's how we laugh that day. Vince from Oz over here. <laughs> now, I yeah. will say this, though, and I always say this, but I really do mean it. Tongi Kid, I never knew how good this guy was, literally ever. For those of you unfamiliar, Quinn and I thought. Just because the only time we had seen him was WrestleMania 4, mm -hmm. I always thought he was just like the generic Samoan that didn't talk. Well, he's, he talks the most. That's more than Haku. Remember in the Islanders, even when their faces, he's like, Yo, you want to fucking come down to my island? Yeah, he, he's, he's always yelling and screaming and saying things. And Haku's just like calmly like, yes. Like, the, it's very nice. Yeah. Just on the side. Wait, why'd the lights go down? What's going on here? What is this, MSG now? Yeah, they went to, like, house show lighting. That's odd. Ooh, booty dance by is Tama. A, is this, like, an experiment? Main event lighting. Yeah, this is the main event right here. <laughs> Dave Barbie versus Tonga Kid. Hey, I mean, it looks like a main event. I mean, Dave Barbie looks like a real wrestler. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I hate to say, I keep saying this. He's great. There's look a couple at him. of guys that look like real wrestlers. Dave Barbie, Jose Luis looks like a legitimate, mm. actual, because like, he's built. Tony you know? Cologne did. Tony Cologne, yeah. There's a couple of jobbers that look like they're actually a challenge. There was some guy that I can't remember, I think in, earlier in 84, and he looked like an amateur wrestler, and it turns out, remember, he was, and he was really built. Like he looked, Who was that guy I really liked? Um, <sighs> he looked like Tom Selleck or whatever. Oh, he sucked ass. He was good. Steve Travis. Steve Travis, yeah. God. Anyway, Tonga with a flying hey, fist better drop. better than what's-his-head that you like. Uh is that guy Sam whatever I don't know his name what's his name Sam Kinison no no that the one that was 
you're you're always a fan of Dave Je- Jeff Craney. Jeff Craney. No. Yeah. Remember we saw him win a match? Yeah, it was like, amazing. Somehow that was on tape. Jeff Craney's world over there. He's great. Yeah. Anyway, Tom will go and work. But anyway, the point I was trying to make is Quinn and I really in the last uh, five years or so were able to see a lot more stuff with Tonga Kid, whether Tama, whether Tonga Kid. And he's just very, very, very good. A very good man. He's a yeah. very talented wrestler. Yep. And he is only 19 here. It's crazy. He is a kid. Didn't he recently get an interview on Dark Side of the Ring for something? I don't remember, like the for, Yoko uh, documentary. The Yakazuma, yeah. The Yakazuma. He was very good on that. Yeah. So was Samu. Was that, a, was that a WF joint or was that Dark Side of the Ring? I, no, I it was WWF. Okay, w- yeah. WWF at the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> W-E at the time. Now, Dave Barbie, he's not getting a poosh. You see, he's a jobber. And they don't get pooshes. They wrestle, they get $25 for being on television. Now, television is a cathode ray tube, and the way it works is there's a picture yeah. on your screen. Exactly. N- yeah. Use an antenna. Ants have antenna. Yeah. Antennae. Tulsa. An ant is a small creature. Now, an ant is different than an uncle. Yeah. Although in Oklahoma, sometimes people are maneuver. also your mom and your aunt. That no offense weird. to anyone from Oklahoma. What's he going to do? Casey can't tell. I think, I think no, oh. he's about to set him up for something. You got to jump on him from the top <laughs> rope or whatever. But you got to jump on That's not going to work. <laughs> he is... Um, Dave Barbie's a big boy. You got you to land the big moves on him. Yeah, you do. He's over, man. Yeah. Well, by the way, where is Snooker? Where's the lights? <laughs> I, th- those are two questions. Maybe I don't know. Snooker turned him off. Snooker's I'm not here. I can't uh, peek a bull. Yeah. I don't see you. He doesn't have the speed. Front uh, chancellery here, but I don't know if that's what it's called or not. Ian. Ian. I'm <laughs> asking. Referee is Jack Lowitz. Wait, oh, somebody's coming. Oh, Roddy Piper, maybe? Yep. Well, he, wait, he beat him, though. Why did, what is his problem? That was a crappy win. It wasn't a real clean victory. What are you talking about? By the way, legend killer over here on the back of his shirt. I really didn't know that he started that. Was he even the first? Who knows? Well, he's the first now because... Yeah. No. Wow, is, is Barbie going to get the win thanks to Piper? If Dave Barbie... Barbie. Barbie. Dave Barbarian. Yeah, I guess the Duke. Was he known, like, in whatever home territory that he's allowed to have a gimmick in? Was he known as, like, Dave the Barbarian or something? That might be why. Dave That'd be the, great. I wonder where, I wonder where he's from. I mean, Isn't he from the New England Matt Wars? No, they said he was from um, Pawhuska, like, Oklahoma, New Jersey, or something. I forget, but no, from King of Prussia, King of Prussia Mall. Yeah, but wasn't he from the New England Matt Wars? I'm saying, oops, splash my Barbie one. But we'd have to ask Mike Crockett about that. He's the expert on the New England Matt Wars. Him and Malonas. Yes, that they're the Matt Wars experts. They, they've been in a sidekick. Why, why in New England is it a Matt Wars? We just call them matches here, but because New England is weird. Yeah. I'm kidding. Please don't. <laughs> Tell Quinn, not me. What? I didn't even say it this time. Yeah, you did. That was you that said it. What? New England is weird. I didn't say it. that was you. That was Quinn that said that. Definitely not me. Yes, it was. Stop. I'm to the New England Matt Ward. Oh, you were oh, just asking. I'm here now. I was sleeping most of the time. Oh, and it's, he's going after Piper. I don't like Ronnie Piper. And remember, they had the feud. Oh, it's all coming together. See? Okay. <laughs> well, Tom, Thomas, his cousin. Right. Well, Dave Barbie. Oh, like, he ripped off the, the, the neck brace. He's not injured anymore. Oh, good. Look at Piper hiding behind Dave Barbie. Is Dave Barbie a heel now? <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. 
Yeah. Why is Barbie chasing going with Piper? Because he doesn't want to get hurt. Snooka has to kill someone, man. I mean, Give me Snooka. Yeah. Not even really. No cousin. Even though he's not. Yeah, he's not. Well, I don't get is not a Samoan. I don't get it. Not only that, neither is the Tonga kid in Kayfabe. He's from Tonga. Yeah, but in real life, he's a Samoan. It's all fucked up. Yeah, this is it's such a weird canon with the Tonga with, kid. With Tonga kid is supposed to be from Tonga, but Jimmy Snuka is from Fiji, and the Tonga kid's really from California, but Samoan. Yeah. And Jimmy Snuka is. Jimmy Snuka. Just actually from Fiji, or is he from? Yeah, I thought he was just from Fiji initially, right? But I think he like lived there and grew up there. Yeah. Yeah. Ye. So he's a, a Fiji and is that the Fijian? Fijian? Yeah. He looks real he's a vegan. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> Why does Jimmy Snooker look really old now, by the way? I don't know. I'm just checking. I tell you, it's it's literally like after the Piper hit him in the head <laughs> with the coconut, he's never been the same since. Oh, that's true. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, did you see Rowdy Roddy Piper Wait, he's like hat like remembering slingshot? This what happened? Whoa. Out of the building, he's probably out of the main drag right now, trying to mull it all it's over. Supposed to be live this shit of the return, indeed. That's rare. That's the first time I've ever seen him do that. Tonga kid, oh, and like he's coming in from that. Rowdy, Rowdy, oh shit! Piper, Paul There's continuity. That's amazing. Wow. The man is healthy here at the garden on Saturday night. said, "You really beat the shit out of Dave Barbie." That'd have been amazing. That's a big match coming up, me, James. The most important thing is, I'm still left to Mr. Piper. Piper, none of my wrestling fans like what you've done to my cousin Jim and Snooker, and not even the Polynesian people like that. But let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you something. I'm coming back for revenge for what you've done to my cousin. Do you understand me, Gene? Ponga kid, if I can just interject here, you know, we saw Jimmy Superfly Snooker, but whether the man is physically <laughs> capable of getting back into the ring, that the consensus of the experts being... Oh, oh there he is. Wait, now he's not wearing the same thing. Oh, it's okay. Word, Jimmy, oh, oh, Jimmy, oh, oh, oh Jimmy Sneaky. Oh, yeah. oh, you sneaked oh, up oh, on me. Oh, what is this? Oh, 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 go ahead, yes. I want you to just let you go, something. Wait, what is he oh, oh, what about it? Did he just say kayfabe on that? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> look at Tama with the look on his face. Yeah. Very <laughs> proud. <laughs> yeah. Something no I am here now. I know that we all understand the way us Polynesians try to explain ourselves. Now they're yes, Polynesian. Yeah, now they're not but from the same Piper, country, remember? What right. happened, my man? What happened when you seen the fly appeared, huh? The fly. What did you try to come and do to my we brother when he was outside again. there? He's inside that ring, but you got shocked, didn't you? Yes. When I came to the ring, I had something around my he's neck. He's wearing something completely different, by the way. I know, Quinn. <laughs> but Tom is in character. He's all sweaty. Yeah, don't worry. Tom looks very fatu right now. He does. And left. I mean, this is his twin brother, so. Way up onto the top of them chairs. Way up <laughs> there. Gone for good. You know, Jimmy. found a way to get out of there. The last time I saw an expression on the face of a man like I saw on Piper was when they were leading him down to the hall to put him in a chair with electricity hooked up to it. What? Wow. Gene was at an execution. Okay. Come on down, old man. Okay. What about that act? What about that Come on down. Gene like like right said that Snooka had no idea what to say, so Tom would just start speaking. This problem was all over the place. Gene's saying weird shit. Tom is like in his own world on the other side of the screen. Jimmy Snooka's like, hey, brother. Uh, 
I don't like it, Ronnie. <laughs> Is it ready? Barbara, let me tell you something, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, right out there in the TV Wonderland, thank you so much for being concerned. Yes, I am better. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, without you people, it wouldn't be us. But there's one way to go. The brother here has got the pipe. The pipe? And so do I. Uh, the party is just beginning, what? brother. Back in the islands, we have a luau, brother. When we have a luau, we have everything. It's a party, and when right? got yeah, everything, it is brother, party, it's a party, right? Piper, the family's back, brother. It's nice to be back home. The SPC, brother. Because he's a kid. Yeah. Can you believe this shit? They're doing continuity though. I love it. Really good. Finally. Snoka. Oh, Snoka, I saw a ghost. Vince? He saw a ghost, Vince, and he saw Snoka. Snoka. We went to Snoka. Superfly will be with us next week. Great. At least we'll follow up, is my point. True, yeah. And his attack on Snooker that did the damage to Snooker's. I wonder neck. what Piper's going to do. The ring this week, I don't know. What's the. Neck brace went flying. Okay, so. Spoil the calendar, fans. Yeah, no, really. Return of the Superfly. Underline. It was animated, the underline. They're very proud of their Chiron. Yeah. Also next Ooh. week, Barry Wyndham will join us. Oh, great. July Volkov. Oh. Adrian Adonis and Dick Murdoch okay. also return. Yeah. And Dr. D. David Schultz. Oh, all right. right. Okay. Tony Been a while. Plus the Olympic strongman, Ken Patel. Fine. And Have we even seen him wrestle Jerry on this show? Kenny? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. Is Richard dump anything on here? Let's find out. You never know with Richard Land. It's Richard's Land. Oh, oh! We'll get you back up into the ring in just a moment or two for more exciting fucking action. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is now the new bonus footage bumper. Well, bumper. It seems oh to God! Me that oh no! You know when you talk about Angela Mosca, <laughs> the one thing that you got to remember is I like Goodfellas. Yeah, and I like uh, Sid, our good friend GF Allentown, T.D. Winston. Yeah. And I, and I like uh, Keith A. Yeah. All right, that's all. We have There's your uh, plug two legends sitting here. We have uh, Angelo Mosca, who is obviously a legend. This version of the and we set. Have I don't know. Who's it's like the shitty a utility version. The only difference, table. of course, is I, being a legend, am still active and participating in wrestling. And I kind of wondered, you've been out of wrestling for a while, and you are getting just a tab on the tub side there. This, I don't uh, think this is smart. It, it comes up kind of... Why whoa, does he, whoa, 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 why does he whoa, do whoa, dumb whoa, shit whoa, like this whoa, that's whoa, obvious whoa, whoa. that he'll get beat up? He just doesn't care, right? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, no, 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 it's just no, weird sometimes. Hey, I'm, just, I'm just teasing. Uh, I'm just teasing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Already standing up. Mosca's known to be like a bruiser. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Listen to me for one second. Listen, let's just sit fat, down. Basically. I apologize. I apologize. Let's just sit down. We'll put it down. Let's just sit down and have a nice conversation. Whoa. The fans are like, do it. Beat him up. Let me tell you something. Mosca took off his jacket. Everything that I said, just have a seat. A nice, intelligent <laughs> conversation. Just relax. He's like Malcolm in the Middle, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. 
strength. You heard it here first. Yeah. There you go. You see what Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Yeah. I know that Tim you're Watley. a great football yeah. player. I know you are a great Break, wrestler. But how does it Walter feel? We know. Where are we are. How does it feel? Wait a second. How does it feel to be able to watch a legend like? Wait a second. How legend does it like feel? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Now, whoa, whoa! Listen. Listen, no, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Just Piper would definitely get his ass whooped by this guy. He knows it, too. Yeah. That's why he's be Wait begging second, off. You're stepping on much my Much larger than him. Yep. How does you're it stepping feel? on my I cord. I used to watch you when I was a little kid, man. Watch you when you played with the Hamilton Tech. Oh, Moscow's taking his belt off. The difference between me and you, I was born of tradition and nurtured by pride. Okay. That's it. Producing first. From Philadelphia, yeah. Samo. weighing 237 yeah, pounds, SC, teaming with Jones. Could we Jones. not worry about that? And Samu is here in November of 84. I thought he was, he's been here. What, what, this isn't a surprise to me anymore. He's, he's always here. Samoan number three. Samu, Samoan number three. On the, on the crime there. Samu in quotes. <laughs> Their opponents. What dumpy town are we in? No offense. To anyone from Canada. Mm. Nikolai All Proud. Why are the ropes so thin? Some old ring. Why is Bobby he Oh, because it's stud. I'd like to introduce the manager from oh, Beverly Hills, California. Oh, he's got the, the, the Bobby, <laughs> the crappy Bobby thing you don't like. The, the crappy thing, yeah. Venus. I didn't realize he the had that already. That's great. <laughs> That's better than the suit. From California. That's Bobby's, like, active wear. <laughs> That's what I always consider it. It is. Oh, stud with slick hair. Stud. So much better with Bobby's break. It's true. Yeah. Look at this dump. Where are we? London, Ontario. This is terrible. Hamilton, Brantford. Oh, is it? The oh, the fans are singing the national anthem. Oh, they're singing the Canadian national anthem. Because they're in Canada. Right. They're singing over him. The people are trying to distract him. Canada, we stand on. <laughs> I think they're ahead of you, Joe. Oh, Canada, we stand This is horrible. With American flags, too, by the way. Awful. Is that Jack Reynolds? It was a demonstration against him singing his national anthem. Who are these people? This is definitely on Maple Leaf, I think, is what it is, Joe. Oh, it's Billy Red. Yep. And... That was good. The fans were good there. The fans were good there. What is this team, though? Either team. Nikolai Volkov and John Studd. Why is it... Is Samu face now? Yeah. I, I always forget this. Well, all the, remember the Samoans well, turned I face. I thought the other two were faces, but they I wasn't are. sure about Samu. Samu's just always watching, as we've yeah. always said. Yeah. You know he's going to take his, like, bath towel off or whatever. He's got colorful tights, see? Oh, look at that. Oh, more friendly. He's a friend. <laughs> yeah. This must be the only reason this is on here, because of Samu. I can't see why else Richard would put this on here. Match better not be long. Is that the Italian national anthem? 
Was that Angelo Mosca? Is this yes, Mosca and Jack was, Reynolds? That was that? Mosca, right? Okay. Whoa! Oh, wait, with the body wait, 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 what is going on here? <laughs> he, he almost body slammed him, but Stud grabbed the ropes. Irish show by Stud, shoulder block, Samu goes down. I don't like that now that the Samoans are faces that they're supposed to be like weaklings or something. I don't like that either. It's stupid. I know. It's like they were once like this big intimidating threat, <laughs> right? And now they're like, oh, they're good guys, so they can't be intimidating. It's true. It's dumb. Big headbutt by SD. Stud, oh! SD almost could got you, him slammed. Could slam. you imagine if, like, it's secretly, like, SD Jones? It would be great, actually. Uh, Isn't it, like, Haku or something? Body slam. Now, is SD... He's not... He doesn't have any Canadian connection, does he? Did he no. live in Canada at all no. at some point? Okay. Just making sure, because I was wondering if this is Canadian content. You know, there has, there has to be one in the show. This is in Canada. I know, but doesn't there have to be one Canadian wrestler on the entire show or something? So Iron Mike Sharp's probably on this. Okay. I, I figured it out. You told me about this. I did not. Yeah, about Canadian content. Not how that there needs to be a Canadian wrestler. There has to be one on the entire show, I thought. I thought that was the stipulation. Did I say that? From the Canadian Parliament or whatever. Yeah, that's what it is. Canadian Parliament. Yeah. Uh huh. That's what they said. Mm -hmm. They handed it down. No. Yeah. <laughs> it was. We gotta make sure that wrestling doesn't have. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gotta get gotta get Canadians on that. Yeah. Or else we can't do it. Why is the apron such shit? Like the it's very saggy. Yeah, I don't like it. The ring skirt. The ring skirt. Nate skirts. Nate with an eight would not approve of that no, skirt. No, there. he would not. Who's the referee? John Bonello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that piece of garbage. <laughs> you know, when you talk about Angelo Musk, I, I'm, I'm kind of amazed how the fans are, like, very vocal on this. They don't like Nikolai. Yeah. Look at that. He tried to attack Sam Moo. You think he would know better. think you know him. <laughs> Nobody Sam really knows Sam Moo, though. Sam Moo in that gimmick would have been funny. Beating up the guy in the street or whatever for he no lives reason. in New York, but yeah. maybe. Maybe yeah. like, lives in the trash can or whatever. Wears a leather coat. I still don't get what that character was, what that edge was supposed to be at the beginning. I don't think they knew. <laughs> yeah. didn't, he didn't act like a face in those vignettes. I feel like Adam Copeland, the wrestler, I know he's doing a more serious thing these days, but uh, he's the kind of wrestler that would, like, would be willing to, like, build into his storyline, like, what the fuck that even was. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. explore it if, if they gave him the chance. Well, was it supposed to be? Is it somewhat of an answer to Raven? That's what I always thought. <laughs> I just... I really did. I'm serious. I just wish one time Edge would cut a promo and he'd be like, you know, I started out and just eating garbage and I lived, I lived on the streets yeah. and then, you know, I was discovered by such and such and <laughs> then I became a WF wrestler. And that could be you, kids. Like, could you, know, be you. Yeah, you know, like you could be eating garbage on the street and whatever I was. Where were you? Yeah. Oh, man. No, not they, a pin by Nikolai. They used the ropes. It was cheating. Well, you have to cheat to beat Samu. I know. It's not easy. It's not easy. Everyone's all pissed. I don't... <laughs> I don't begrudge them for being no. pissed. Bobby Heenan hugging Nikolai Volkov. I don't know what that connection is. This, I, just, this just seems like an alliance of, like, necessity or something. Yeah, I think you're right. Who's a heel that's in the building when we're doing a tag match? Exactly. I'm surprised this wasn't a handicap match because they like to do that with Big John Stud. They do, don't they? Yeah. Oh, and I guess that does it here. Okay. Uh, well, this was... None of these episodes have been bad lately. They're all fun, in I my agree. opinion. You yeah, know what I mean? They've, They're been real... they've been a good time. They've been a good time. And folks, we hope you're having a good time here, whether on the video or the audio. Again, I just want to do the reminders real quick. Uh, we're really thankful, by the way, that 
so many of you liked the canon last week because yeah. uh, this is the first time it was integrated into our regular weekly show. Um, it, it did well. It did well, and we're happy about that. Uh, so please continue to um, to watch. And obviously, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, whether you're listening or not, uh, or watching or not, please go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at OVP Podcast. Shoot us an email at OVPPodcast at gmail.com. And obviously, Quinn, we have the Facebook group so people yeah. can talk. Yeah, to us. That's what we do. We talk. We talk on Facebook. Facebook talk. It's it's real. It's real. And obviously, another thing that's real is if you like what we do, and you want it in 1993 form, mm. Patreon.com/slash OVP Podcast. The Monday Night Raw canon each and every Friday. A new episode of Raw available in video or audio. But that's it, Quinn. I guess we're going to get out of here now. Yeah, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. Coming up this weekend, King of the Ring 1995. You can get that on Patreon. But until next week, one way or another, I'm Joe Morata. That's Michael Quinn. Thanks for being with us. We will see you next week. See ya. Again, people I hear calling you weasel. I'm tired of that garbage. How many times do I have to tell you and these humanoids out there? The name is Bobby the Brain. I'd like an apology. Bobby Heenan, I'd be more than happy to apologize. And I, I want you to relate to the people, not to call me Weasel. I won't call you the Weasel, and please, ladies and gentlemen out there, never call this man the Weasel. Now, well, what Freddie, about Jeff? Yes, come on, come on. Freddie Blassie has asked me to speak for him. He's away on business. What in the world would this guy do if he won the Battle Royal and picked up $50,000? Oh, you'd be surprised what he'd do with $50,000. You'd be surprised how Mr. Blassie would invest that money for him and take care of him. Oh, I, I also have my man in the Battle Royal, John Studd. Yes, you do. That's right. What if it comes down to Kamala and Studd? How do you work that out? We'll work it out. Don't worry about that. Like Friday will be at ringside directing traffic. I'll be directing traffic. There'll be wrestlers landing in the third row. They'll be going in the balcony. They'll be going on the floor. You sound like my mother-in-law. We'll work it out. How come? There's got to be some You're kind of... married? You mean a woman out there married you? Well, why not? Well, I don't think I have enough time to go into why not. I can give you 150 reasons. But $50,000. You know what I'm going to do with it? I have no idea. Beverly Hills, I could spend that about a half hour just having a good time on the town. I, I could imagine. I know some of you people. Yes, you could do that. Will you stop? stop, stop, stop.